Yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 136 of the How on Infinity podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob, and we got a great episode lined up for today, folks. On today's episode, we're looking to the newest Marvel movie, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and I'm going to give you my expectations, thoughts, theories going into it, and what the hell is going to happen after this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, yes, that time weekend, everybody. Episode 136 of the High on Infinity podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob. First time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. Like always, follow us on our social media sites. Like us on Facebook at High on Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod or follow me to host all my personal accounts. Twitter and Instagram at so yam Asian. And if you did not get all that, hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast. As our podcast social media sites and our podcast streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. And last but not least, if you like what you hear, please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platform. That would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So I hope everybody's doing good. I'm doing pretty well myself. Sorry for not putting out an episode last week. There was really nothing much to talk about, if I'm being honest, and it happens sometimes. You're going to have those weeks where nothing really or nothing newsworthy really comes out. And there was no Thor trailer to save me like the last episode. By the time I made a decision not to put out an episode, a couple things were announced. So we're going to just go over those quick tidbits right quick. First up, they announced that the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, has sadly been delayed. It was supposed to come out October this year, but they pushed it back to June 2023. And when I heard the news, I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I was very upset because I was looking forward to this movie a lot because Into the Spider-Verse was great. A lot of people say it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I'm not going to argue with that. I personally think Spider-Man 2 still holds the crown for best Spider-Man movie ever. But hey, Into the Spider-Verse also very, 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 very good. And I couldn't wait to see like how would they follow that up with this new movie. But we got to wait a little bit longer. I didn't look into why this movie was pushed back. Also, they announced the third movie in the series has a release date as well. I've seen this being called Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. And it's going to come out in March 2024. So again, the second movie and the third movie less than a year apart. And I did predict a few episodes ago that they were going to drop the part one and part two of this movie. Because originally, the movie was supposed to be named Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and then Part 2 after that. But they decided to use two different names, like how Marvel did with Endgame. Because originally, it was supposed to be called Infinity War Part 1 and Infinity War Part 2 until they renamed the second part to Endgame. But moving on with the second bit of news, the Batman got a sequel announced. Of course, you know, the first one came out not even two months ago. And from what I saw, it mostly got positive reviews. 
I liked it. Of course, you know, I covered it on the podcast. I thought it did some cool things, but most importantly, like a business aspect, it made a lot of money. So it was getting a sequel. And I think that this version of Batman had a trilogy planned for it already. So I'm not really surprised that this movie was greenlit for a sequel or this franchise was greenlit for a sequel. Not too much is known about it at the moment. Only people set to return so far as the director and, of course, Robert Pattinson as Batman. But I assume that uh, Zoe Kravitz is coming back as Catwoman and then Penguin's going to be back as well because he has a I think he has a an HBO show lined up for him. That's it before the events of the first movie. But quick predictions on the Batman 2. I just want a quarter hour in this movie, to be honest. Like that right there would make me happy. But yeah, just wanted to give you some quick news updates before we dive into the star of the show. Oh, before I forget, I am recording this episode earlier than I usually do, recording on a Sunday. And today's a special day because today, or by the time you hear it's gonna be Thursday, but the day I'm recording it, today is the three-year anniversary of the podcast. Just before we get into, you know, Dr. Strange, I want to say thank you for everybody that listens to the podcast, everybody who likes it, subscribes to it, retweets, shares all the episodes, listen to the episodes as well. I just want to thank you all for that. Like I say, I will not be here without the listener. So thank you all for three years of podcasting so far. And we're going to continue to grow after this. And I was like, man, it's been three years already. Like, damn, time do fly by when you're having fun. But anyways, back to the episode. So here we are, the first Marvel movie of 2022, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. As you know, sometimes I slip up and call it Doctor Strange in the Madness of the Multiverse. I've been practicing this title, so I won't screw it up anytime. But I may screw it up at least one more time talking about this movie. Anyways, like I said, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the 28th movie in the MCU and arguably one of the most anticipated MCU movies to date. It's up there to me with like the Avenger movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Captain America Civil War are just hype factor alone because those movies were all bringing something different to the table to the MCU. Of course, the Avengers was the big team-up movies. Spider-Man No Way Home was bringing in other heroes and villains from other movie franchises. And of course, Civil War was cool because, you know, they're all fighting each other. And in Doctor Strange, this movie, we don't know what the hell may happen. Like, who's the real villain? Who will show up and what the hell happens after this. But it doesn't hurt to take an educated guess. So it's been six long years since the last Doctor Strange movie came out. I think November 2016. And I want to say so far it holds the record for the longest like time between um, uh, two movies. I want to say the previous record was I want to say I think Thor between Thor The Dark World and Thor Ragnarok of four years. But now this Doctor Strange movie has six years, and I want to say next year when Guardians of the Galaxy come out, it'll tie the record for a longest time between two movies with six years as well. Of course, you know COVID played a part in that, but anyways, yeah, like I said, six years since the last Doctor Strange movie, a very underrated movie at that. Doesn't get talked about a lot, but Multiverse of Madness was announced way, way, way back in Comic-Con 2019. It was part of that big lineup they announced for years to come. It was Multiverse of Madness, Thor 4, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Blade, and I want to say like some of the Disney Plus shows too, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. But I do give Marvel credit for this because they reinvented themselves in a way because after Endgame, people were like, okay, so where does Marvel go from here? And ever since Endgame, we got the multiverse, three different Spider-Men in one movie, a martial arts movie, and plenty more to come in the near future. 
and they are keeping the ball rolling with Multiverse of Madness. It's been a long time coming, but we are finally here. The premise of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness reads, A few months after the events of Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Stephen Strange, with the help of both old and new mythical allies, travels into the multiverse to face a new mysterious adversary. A very intriguing premise if I do say so myself. A lot of stuff to make you raise your eyebrows like, Oh, he traveled into the multiverse? Where will he go? New allies? Who are they? Mysterious new adversary? Who that may be? And we'll get into all of that in a second. We assumed that this movie was going to take place after Spider-Man No Way Home. Normally, MCU movies take place in chronological order when they were released. So after erasing Spider-Man from the MCU canon seemingly and opening up the multiverse at the end of No Way Home, it's safe to say that Doctor Strange has some explaining to do. And we see some of that in the trailers. So what are my expectations of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? I thought about this for a while now, long and hard. Of course, I expect a good movie, and a movie at that. And with the premise of the movie, what all may happen, and what all of this may set up in the future, it has the tools to be better than the first movie. And to me, there's only a couple sequels in the MCU that I say are better than the first movie, and that's Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I actually watched that movie last night while typing up the notes for this movie. Y'all already know Ant-Man and the Wasp is in my top five favorite MCU movies ever. But anyways, after I see this movie, I expect Multiverse of Madness to be added to that list as well. And to be honest, besides expecting a good movie, I don't know what the hell to expect. Granted, I believe the trailers have been showing too much. I'll get into that a little bit later. But when it comes to the actual story and plot of the movie, I don't know what the hell is going on. Like what Doctor Strange's plan is, what he got up his sleeve, because we already know he's going to do some crazy shit in this movie. What villain he's going to fight, judging by the trailers, it looks like Wanda may be the villain because we have been knew Wanda or Scarlet Witch was going to be in this movie when it was announced back at Comic-Con a few years ago. And when it was announced, everybody was like, oh, cool, we'll see Doctor Strange and Wanda fighting side by side. <laughs> then the trailers came out we're like, oh, never mind, Wanda's fighting damn near everybody in this damn movie. If that's the case, I would love to see a fight between Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange in this movie. That right there has major potential. But to me, the true villain hasn't been revealed just yet. Another big talking point of Multiverse and Madness was the runtime. Early reports were saying that this movie will be pushing three hours. At first, I was like, well, with all the rumors and stuff of what may happen and who may show up, I could see this movie being pretty long, but... Does this movie really need to be three hours long? That is the real question. Sometimes the longer the movie doesn't mean it's going to be a better movie. That's more of a chance of a movie having parts where it feel like it's dragging. Then the runtime was announced and the movie will be about two and a half hours. It was like, okay, a little more reasonable. Then a couple weeks after that, it was revealed that the runtime was cut down to two hours and six minutes. And everybody was like, hold the hell up now. This is kind of short. Like granted, from the first glance, two hours does seem a little short. With all the stuff that may happen in this movie. This is definitely the shortest movie in the MCU since coming back to the theaters after COVID. But sometimes we don't need a two and a half hour epic MCU movie. Some cases we just need two hours of straight heat. You know, you're in and you're out. Because the first movie was underneath two hours and it was pretty good itself. But if the pacing is good in this movie, I think they can get everything in this movie in two hours. I got a feeling that this movie will fly by when you watch it. And, you know, that's in a good way, because usually if a movie's good, time just fly by. But diving into more of the characters in Multiverse of Madness, 
we got some new and returning faces for this movie. First up, we got America Chavez making her MCU debut. I was not familiar with this character until the movie was announced or until we saw her in the trailer, but I did do my research. Apparently, she's from another universe called the Utopian Parallel, and she has the ability to travel through different dimensions. So she fits perfectly in this movie. And judging by the trailers, I assume she punches her way into Doctor Strange's universe and eventually runs into him. So we'll see how big of a role she'll play in this movie. And we got the return of Mordo, played by... I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try to butcher this man's name. But y'all know the actor. We all see him. But yeah, Mordo was back in this movie. He was Doctor Strange's mentor in the first movie. And in the post credit scene in the first movie, he was hinted at of being a villain in this movie. So we'll see where that goes. Then we get the return of Billy and Tommy, Wanda's kids from WandaVision. Don't know how much of a role they'll play in this movie. Maybe just a couple scenes if I had to make a guess. We saw them in like a flashback vision or something like that. And we saw them being held captive in like an alternate universe or something like that as well. And of course, you know, the return of Wanda slash Scarlet Witch. Basically, one of the two main characters in this movie. She's like the wild card in this movie to me. Like in some parts, it shows her helping Doctor Strange. Of course, you know, when he asked her what she knows about the multiverse, then it shows her finding all the other heroes as well. So I'm really curious to see what she'll be up to in this movie. Then we have a new group being introduced in this movie, the Illuminati, not that kind. In the comics, they're like this secret superhero group. And in the movie, it looks like they're this panel that like makes decisions of people who tamper with the multiverse because we see Doctor Strange brought up in front of them to be punished for messing with the multiverse. So who is in the Illuminati? Notable members from the comics, you got Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, Black Panther, just to name a few. And there has been speculation on who will end up being in this group for this movie. And last but not least, who the hell is the damn villain? Your guess is about as good as mine. In early trailers, you may think it was, you know, Wanda or Scarlet Witch. I don't think she is. To me, she's just someone who wants to find her kids and she'll fight anyone standing in her way, hero or villain. Will it be Mordo? We do see him or a variant of him working with the Illuminati, but I think he's not the real villain. Will it be like an evil variant of Strange? Because we see three different Strange variants other than, you know, the original one. In this movie, we see one with like a ponytail. I forgot his name. Of course, you know, it's Doctor Strange, but I forgot like his variant name we see zombie doctor strange and of course we see strange supreme with the three eyes but at the end of the day i think the villain will be a surprise and speaking of surprises who will show up in this movie this has been a burning question on mcu twitter for like the past two three four five months there have been a lot of speculations and confirmed appearances so we're just going to go over some of them some of the speculations i've seen online is superior iron man played by tom cruise because back when the first Iron Man was being made, Marvel wanted Tom Cruise before ended up choosing Robert Downey Jr. for that role. And another interesting note, a lot of people don't realize that um, Leonardo DiCaprio was Marvel's first pick to be Iron Man. Not Iron Man, uh, uh, Captain America before they chose Chris Evans. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder how Leo would have been as Captain America. I personally would have liked Captain America better. If Leo played him, nothing against Chris Evans. I just didn't like, I guess, the portrayal of the character. Like Chris Evans is a good actor, but to me, Captain America just had like a stick up his ass. Y'all know I ain't the biggest Captain America guy. But anyways, yeah, like Leo, I could see him playing it, but more than likely, I think Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio 
does better playing the villain like uh, Calvin Candy and Django. And he was a villain in another movie. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, Calvin uh, Candy and Django. And might as well, uh, the guy in Wolf of Wall Street. Two very good movies. Also, don't look up. Real good movie as well. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise was originally targeted for the role of Iron Man before they chose Robert Downey Jr. People think he'll be in the movie as one of the Illuminati members. Other possible members of the Illuminati is maybe a Black Panther variant. One of the topic of discussions was that should Marvel eventually recast Black Panther? To me, I think that topic won't be broached until the new Black Panther come out later on this year. But by introducing a variant, they go and dip their toe in the water and see how the reactions are and go from there. And some people think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man will show up in this movie. Only a reason because the director of this movie, Sam Raimi, directed the Tobey Maguire trilogy of Spider-Man. I personally think that's a little too far-fetched. Only because Sony isn't going to give them a Spider-Man character to appear in a movie that Sony is not a part of. More realistic appearances for this movie. I think Mr. Fantastic will show up. Because the Fantastic Four is already confirmed for the MCU, I think this will be a great way to introduce, you know, a member of the group and people who are confirmed in this movie. We got Professor X. A lot of people thought this movie would bring in the X-Men to the MCU and people were thinking that the first person we would see is Wolverine. But it makes sense to have the creator of the team appear first and he is revealed in the trailer, I think the one they played during the Super Bowl. Or it came out around the Super Bowl. Like we heard his voice, but we did not see him. And in the latest trailer, we saw him in the wheelchair strolling up to take his place in the Illuminati. Also, we saw a variant of Captain Marvel in this movie as well. More than likely being played by, or more than likely being Monica Rambeau. And we see her fighting Wanda. And the final confirmed appearance we saw in the latest trailer was Captain Carter. The live action version of the What If character. More than likely a variant of the Agent Carter from the TV shows. And I can't lie, when I saw this, this really ticked me off. I was like, Marvel, why are y'all doing this? One a week before the damn movie, and y'all gonna show this shit right here. You could have just saved it for the movie, and it would have definitely been a nice surprise. I know it was speculated because, you know, folks saw her shield in one of the posters for the movie. But anyways, they didn't have to show Captain Carter in the damn teaser trailers. Like, they didn't have to show this to boost up the hype for the movie. It wasn't like Marvel was struggling to sell tickets for this movie. It's not like, well, you know, pre-sale tickets ain't doing too good. You know what? Let's just throw Captain Car in there to sell a few more tickets. No, the hype for this movie is like three years built up because, you know, we should have got this movie, I think, last year. So, yeah, not, not three years. The hype for this movie is already high because it's been delayed. Doctor Strange was in Spider-Man No Way Home. And we saw the trailer in the post credit scene for Spider-Man No Way Home. Like for me, they could have just stopped showing trailers and teasers for this movie like a month ago. Just give us the movie and stop revealing too many damn surprises. In all honesty, this movie already has a lot of hype around it. Like they could have not showed Professor X, Captain Marvel, or Captain Carter. And I'm pretty sure folks will be running to the theaters anyways. No, just keep the surprises. Just keep them as surprises. And I'll guarantee you the fans would have went crazy. Now onto the post-credit scenes. Usually Marvel has two post-credit scenes. The first one I think is going to deal with the Illuminati. I can see them sitting around a round table talking business and hinting at something in the future. And the second post-credit scene, I said it the last episode. We may be getting the full trailer to Thor 4 or Thor 11 Thunder. 
like we'll see like the villain of the movie and possibly more plot details. And last but not least, before wrapping things up, what happens next? Your guess is about as good as mine. I think this movie, I think after this movie, the multiverse will be fully broken open. Unless it was already broken open and Loki want to count that or Spider-Man No Way Home. But anyways, I think we're going to get a whole bunch of characters crossing over with each other in a lot of future projects. We'll have multiverse implications like Loki Season 2 and Ant-Man 3 who will feature Marvel's new big bad guy, assumingly Kane the Conqueror. So wrapping things up, new Doctor Strange movie come out this weekend. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Even though I think they revealed too damn much in the trailers i'm still excited for it and i'm going to talk about it on the podcast next week as you may assume and next week is a big week for the podcast we got dr strange reactions where we'll dive more into what happened in this movie and what the future holds after this movie and we will have full season reactions to moon knight arguably marvel's most consistent disney plus show to date so stay tuned for next week Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you for taking time out of your very busy day to give this podcast a listen. Thank you for all the likes, retweets, shares, subscribes, and any other way you support the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. Like I say, I will not be here without you, the listener, and I thank you for that. So take care, be safe, and I will see y'all next time.